doing it, Peter. You're doing it, Peter. You're there fine. you are, Peter. Now I'm your watch. Now, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> Why? That one's against the law. Well, I'm sorry. Listeners, have you well, seen I... Shop Girl? Listeners, I don't know if you're familiar with a little Steve Martin joint called Shop Girl. Yeah. But there is a special scene with, is it Scarlett Johansson? Who's the, I think who's it's the girl Claire Danes. Oh, you're right. Yeah. You're right. Um, Steve Martin, uh, you know, is flirting with her, I guess. And there's something happens with a watch and he puts his hand around her wrist and says, now I'm your watch. Yeah. That's, that's all you need to know. It's and, not um, great. It's, it's, it's not the greatest scene and um, if anybody took me out to like a fancy dinner and enveloped my wrist with their fingies and said, now I'm your watch, I'd run. I think run. I would be like, what do you mean by this? Do you mean you're going to tell me what time it is? Do you mean yeah. you look, also, look nice with my clothes? I don't know anything that, ha- like the, the context of this scene is lost to me. I yeah, have no I don't idea. remember. Like, I've lost my watch. And he's like, now I'm your watch. Like, well, I'll be your watch. Or if she's like, like time oh. is slipping away from me and I don't know who I am. And he's like, well, I'll be your watch. I don't know what the scene's about. I only I remember now that second watch. one is way too poetic for, for that movie. Probably. Shop Girl, essentially, from what I gather, a movie uh, uh, based on a book that Steve Martin himself wrote that he made into a movie so that he could cast a younger woman to yeah. play against him. <laughs> yeah. I love Steve Martin, but I yeah, do too. if you've seen Shop Girl, I think you know. Yeah. Yeah. Now I'm your watch. I'm going to send you an engraved bracelet that says now I'm your watch. No! I'll quit okay, I'll send you. I'll send you a watch that says now I'm your watch. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, let's both get you each other. You can't really hate that one. <laughs> we get each other watches that say, now I'm your watch. It's like, yeah. I really it's love a, that. It is. I can't believe we haven't done that yet. That's so I know, I actually up. can't believe it. That's so it's messed up like, of us. It's pretty easy to get because you just get the back of the watch engraved, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I've had it done before for like, I don't know, teachers that I liked or something. Now I'm your watch. Oh my god! Remember getting your? I don't know if I. Uh, did you ever have an iPod engraved, laser etched engraved? I never did. I never did. I always um. I think because like the person buying it for you, because when iPods were, none of us were buying them for ourselves. It was our parents, right? Oh my buying god, no! For ourselves, for us. Your parent or gifter would have needed to know that that was possible. And my mm-hmm. parents probably didn't really know what an iPod did. Yeah. And probably didn't know that they could engrave it. I but think God I, bless them that they got me that still. Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, I think I specifically asked for it because I thought it was cool. I'm sure it just said my own name on it. I don't think Mm -hmm. it said anything cool or fun. I think I talked about on the pod before that when I was on tennis team, 
everybody got like tennis team hoodies and stuff and we all got our names engraved on them and Mm -hmm. most people got their last name (laughs) engraved but my parents would only let me allow me to get my first name engraved (laughs) so it looked like my last name was stephanie (laughs) yeah Stephanie would be a cool last name. Like, hey, I'm I'm Kelly Stephanie. Call me Mr. <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> we also had a fun conversation with my mom this week about how our families used to be the only ones at the Y yes. when everybody in our town was on vacation yeah. for spring break. We so we Robin and I got to see each other this weekend. We yeah. did a, a uh, distanced outside hang out because while Robin's fully vaxxed, I'm only half, half vaxxed. Yeah. Uh, I'm skim milk vaxxed or 2% if you will. Ooh. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, like we always knew it, but it was nice to hear your mom be like, yeah. And it was just us and you guys at the YMCA (laughs) for every vacation time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't shout I out mean, to the Y. I love out, the Y. Out to the Y. I did not. Reg- I didn't care. I was like one no. whole entire week going to YMCA. Oh my God, sign me the fuck up. You? I was me? like, I'm going to the beach. In in my mind, I was like, this is the beach. Yeah. Or even if it was like winter break or March break and it was cold as hell, mm-hmm. indoor pool all oh day long. Oh my God, indoor pool, inflatable. Go sit. Sit in the room and watch a cool VHS. Also, the joke is on everyone else because when you go away on vacation, guess what? You have a gigantic Olympic-sized pool, and it's me, my brothers, and Robin and her sisters. Six <laughs> people in the whole pool. It's our pool. That's a giant our amount pool. of water just for you. What I wouldn't give to be able to go back in time and watch us all frolicking together yeah. in the Y. <laughs> I didn't tell, I think I was telling you guys how I did a lot of questionable and extremely dangerous uh, daredevil routines on the block, jumping off the block. Yes. Oh my yeah, God. Made me so it. nervous. Yeah. I did oh. a lot of, a lot of risky stuff on the block. Um, I just got, I, my only real story is I got pushed off of a, a giant inflatable dinosaur yeah. slash maybe dragon and it was a form it was so traumatizing it was a formative memory there, to me first of all learning shame that the inflatables are really really tall and to get pushed they're from so that tall height into water it was like, it's like 15 straight. feet it's so it, much. i'm sure that it got water like smashed into my ear yeah. you know oh my god yeah many a time i experienced a regrettable belly flop Many a time Ooh, my pencil dived yeah. way, way, way too deep. Oh, I allowed yeah. my pencil dive to get way too deep into the water. And then I was yeah, like, yeah, you bonk your feet right on the ground. How am I even ever going to survive this? No. Yeah. Uh, breath holding contest. You oh. got to. You got to, but gotta. I can't say I wreck it for all the kids. So children listening. Don't do don't it. Do I mean, don't, don't do it. Don't, 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 don't do that. No, you just got to load up with a bunch of noodles and... Mm-hmm arm floaties yeah and just have a good time a boogie board you know what you want to do get your friends together do a treading water contest oh that's fun or see if you can float just straight on your back without needing anything to stay up that's probably better treading water contest maybe not the best for people that aren't the strongest swimmy make sure that you're doing it in the shallow end okay yeah yeah make sure you're doing it shallow enough that if if need be you can go ahead and hang on to the edge if you're nervous you can also call out to the lifeguard and say we're doing a thing over here keep an eye on us yes 
Me and my brothers would do that all the time because we look at the, you know, after a couple of years in the, in the late nineties, early aughts, you could dive off the block. You could dive and it was allowed. Oh, yeah. Nowadays, mm-hmm. hell no, no diving. No. Well, they had the swim team there. Diving. But no. unless you're the only ones there and then you look at the lifeguard and you're like, can I dive? And they're like, go for it. Dive away. Oh, that is so fun. Yeah. I miss I miss being in a chlorine pool. Oh, you know that you know that I spend lots of my life in a chlorine pool. Like not even just childhood, normal life. And I haven't been I in know. a long time. We got to get you a pool for your yard. We got to get you yeah. one of those like exercise pools that has really strong jets so you can actually oh, swim against it you know i would love that like it creates a current oh yes best. yeah you know who i think has them hamburger schlammer oh my god hamburger <laughs> schlammer. i've seen them i've seen them in there yeah i can picture it in my mind's eye i know exactly the one whenever i think about if i just like came into a bunch of money and i was able mm-hmm. to buy myself a single luxury mm-hmm. it would be a lap lane pool I just want to be able to do oh, my peaceful amazing. laps. My laps. You could, buy, you could buy an empty lot of land somewhere and then yes. just build the biggest pool known to man. It doesn't even need to be on my property. Private, I just want private a pool. I need a lap lane. I'll tell you imagine, another thing. No, go ahead. You yeah. you first. I was just going to say, imagine you buy a, a private lot of land in the middle of nowhere you build a beautiful luxury pool and then you build yourself a cute little pool house and you just get to go and stay there whenever you feel That's like it. That's just my regular house. It is the size of most... Such a dream. Where I live, this town, my home is the size of most people's garages or pool houses. Well, maybe just pretend that the pool is closed for the season so you're just riding it out in the pool house. Yeah. If anybody ever does shit on my house in front of me, I'll be like, well, I'm just the groundskeeper. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I this is actually the, the cottage to the main house. Yeah, the main house is underground. You have to get you have to get driven to the main house. Yeah, yeah. It's a beautiful house. Oh, what I wouldn't give for a lap lane! All you lap swimmers out there, whenever you have to share the lane with like six people, I'm just saying, isn't mm-hmm. that the worst? There. Was it nice to hear somebody else say it? Because it's something. Can you all fit? No, <laughs> it's horrible. Usually, Wait, are like... you going hot dog or hamburger? I don't even know how to answer that. Hot dog. I mean, the only way to swim in a lap lane is hot dog. Oh, I see what you're yeah, saying. But if there's two people swimming in the lane only. Are they next to each other or is one in front of the other? Okay. If it's if it's you're swimming with one other person, you can split yeah. the lane. Which means, like, I get the right side, you get the left side. And I'm just all the while, I'm on this side, you're on that side. If there's okay. more than two people, you got to do something called circle swim. Now, this is where shit gets hairy. Oh, God. Because you're swimming, you guessed it, in a circle. So, like, you're all swimming together in a, in a circular motion, like we would see, like, the swim team practice. But the swim team, yeah. you know, they're probably all the same kind of level of swimmer. Yeah. That's not so for just, like recreational swim yeah swim so you'll get like one person who's a a real jackal and he'll be you know flip turning kicking you in the face hitting you with his flailing hands i say he's always a man 
And then you'll have like somebody who decides to like use their kickboard mm-hmm. and hold up the whole lane without letting people go around them. It's a they can't divvy I'll, it up. I'll by tell skill. you, it's a goddamn nightmare. Some places do, but even then, it's like sometimes you'll be like I'm in medium lane or I'm in medium fast, and then somebody comes in and they're like, "This is a fast lane now" because they just chose it. I don't like that. That's that whole system makes me so nervous. The idea of having to like change how you're working out so that somebody else in front of or behind mm-hmm. you can be accommodated. Oh, I don't like it. Oh, I don't like yeah. That. It it hardened me and it also taught me forgiveness. Say that. Wow. Okay? Taught me wow. forgiveness and it hardened me cuz knowing when I put on my swim cap being like whatever happens out there, you 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 tried your best today. You just got to go uh, in. You're at the Vandermilt YMCA in Midtown. You just want to get mm-hmm. the fuck back home. And you just want to get in some laps. You yeah. try your best. You just try your best every day. I don't know why I miss it. It does sound like hell on earth, but I I really do. I, really I think, do. It, I mean, I've only ever heard from people who love swimming that it's like the best. So yeah, it's, it's the best, you know. I think you simply do have to invest in a private lot. Yeah. Knock knock it all down. I'm full of anxiety, so I would need a full-time lifeguard. Yeah, you could hire a lifeguard. You could yeah. hire a lifeguard who's also a groundskeeper. Mm. And then, inevitably, we fall in love. You know what? Yeah, if I had the tulpa that I created, Wendell, he could do it. He could Wendell be could the lifeguard. It. He could he could and he my would life. do it. Because he's a... No. He's a, a specter. But he could maybe sound, sound an alarm. Whistle. Yeah. Call a 911. Yeah. Oh. I hope he, yeah. Yeah, I think he could. I um, mean, you never know when you create a tulpa. You could think it's on your side. And then you're like, Wendell, call the police. And he's just standing there smiling and looking at you. No. And in that I do moment, like, mm. that's when you know yeah. that, that you love him. <laughs> um. I like the idea of Wendell wearing a lifeguard uniform over his tuxedo. I think Wendell would probably have to wear one of those strongman beach outfits where it's like striped swim trunks that just have like suspenders sort of on them. Yeah. I guess it's just like a low cut scoop neck tank top with shorts. Yeah. With like a Mm. drop waist short. (laughs) Yeah. And you get changed at the beach in one of those carriages that's like in the water, you know, yes. and it's like, is it worth it? Ooh, the idea of swimming in wool. Oh, my God. I can't imagine. Wow. I can't either. Well, all this to say I do love a swim. I Me too. A, a dunk. Yeah, we're going to go to the beach this summer. We have to. We're going to go to the Wilton Mines here. Oh, I would love to. Go say hey. Best best job I ever had, you know? Yeah. In a I love teaching those children. Mm. Teaching them. I uh, One time, well, this was when I was an arts and crafts counselor for one summer. My only experience with children. But I ran out of activities and I just pulled a piece of butcher paper and put it on the table. And I would just draw a shape with a crayon. And I would say, guess what Pokemon that is? And they would just spend the whole time guessing. And I would say, nope, nope, That's nope, an nope, incredible nope. trick. 
Yeah, because they could guess every Pokemon that ever was, and then at the end of the 20 minutes, somebody would say one, and I would be like, yep, it was that one. Here's here's a, you know, a bracelet I made. <laughs> wow. It was great. I'm was trying great. that with my college students. Yeah, I it it allows you to be very creative. I do do a version of that with them. Um, I hate to admit this, but we read like a 10 page play and then I'm like, what's the message? And they'll be like, is it this? And I'm like, I don't know, is it? And they think I know, but I don't know. That's smart. Yeah. You should one day bring in a door. Okay, hear me out. Okay, I'm listening. And just say, have it already in there when they come in and say, what do you think is behind the door? Like, okay, just all make right. them guess and just make them guess. And then that's it. And then w- do I open the door at the end? Mm-hmm. Do I know what's behind it? It can be, it can be whatever you want. So you like put a mirror in the door. I that that was my first, my first reaction is that put another that, door like, famous behind thing it. like world's most dangerous animal and it's just like a caged fucking mirror man you know that like thing no <sighs> i see i'm probably making this up but i saw a picture of like world's most dangerous animal and it's just through like prison bars i do mirror. know what you're yeah i know what you're talking about yeah i don't know maybe it's because i was learning a lot about alcatraz because a podcast that i like was talking about it and I was probably just looking up, up facts about the Birdman of Alcatraz <laughs> found wow found that as it turns out he was a horrific pedophile so oh I don't know anything about him yeah super uh, I mean there's a whole movie about him where he's basically like you know cast as a hot person is and... it Birdman it's not Birdman right no it's called Birdman of Alcatraz Okay. That'd be so I think funny I did if we started. Birdman is a modern film. That's right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I won't say anything bad about Michael Keaton. No, never. I think no. he's being Batman again. What? I think that he's being Batman again. Let me look this up. He's being him and not his Batman's dad? I'm looking at Michael Keaton Batman again, which I don't know why they haven't made a Batman Batman again. Uh, But... Yeah. It was confirmed that he's returning as Batman in the Flash movie. Oh, okay. Yeah great i mean he was a good batman he was a good batman i'm just confused about okay yeah he's playing ben affleck is still batman but michael keaton will be playing an old batman which doesn't make sense because okay I don't know I mean, if Batman ever been ever in the history of Batman has it been acknowledged that there can be more than one Batman. Right. It's always Bruce Wayne. Like he doesn't pass the 
title, right? Right. I haven't seen any new DC movies, but if, like, Michael yeah. Keaton is old Bruce Wayne, then can't Ben Affleck not be Bruce Wayne? And if they've already established that he is... Maybe it's a fake name, but... Do you know what this leads why? to? Clones. Oh, my God. That's too scary. Yeah. You know, if the superheroes were real, the first thing we would be doing, the first thing America would be them. doing would be cloning them. Yeah. I I gave up on Captain Falcon and the Winter Friend. Whatever, <laughs> I but... wish that was the name of it! <laughs> Isn't there a clone thing in that? Isn't there some clone stuff? I don't really know. Spoiler alert, I guess. I have no idea. I watched like the first episode and I was like, mm, It's too boring. Where characters is Elizabeth Olsen? Yeah, yeah. Please. Um Yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't really know. <laughs> Nothing yeah. against it. I'm just not getting into it. Um No, it, it just read as kind as like a uh, too like war themed for me. Not even war themed, but too like we're gonna have punch fights. Oh, speaking of punch fights, I do want you to tell the listeners your review of Mortal Kombat, though. Oh my god, you guys. Okay, I watched Mortal Kombat this weekend. I was like, let's just see what this is about. I didn't prepare myself for it in any way. Two minutes in, I'm hooked. It's immediately a huge part of my life. <laughs> what I what I saw in Mortal Kombat 2021, it changed me. And also... I had forgotten that I played Mortal Kombat, like, as a kid. It all came rushing back in a way that it doesn't come rushing back when I see the 1995 version of this film. Wow, okay. And, yeah, I think there's, like, weirdly more... There's a lot of things that are kind of new and against or sort of, like, not exactly canon, but there's a lot that, that certainly is. Um, so many really cool include inclusions of like, like glitches that the game would do. Like there's this one scene where I can't ruin it, but there's like <laughs> a move that if you did it once, you could keep doing it and it like would fuck up the whole fight and just make it too easy for you to win. And they have a scene where that happens. It's really cool. And I love it. Wow. And it's so incredibly, incredibly violent. Wow. But in a way wow. that isn't spooky or scary and is just very cool and fun. I love that. A woman is it. cleft in twain. Hot dog style. <laughs> Hot dog style is so much scarier. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. You've got to watch all of the John Wicks, dude. You are going to yeah. fucking love I want to see them. Nobody. Mr. Bobby oh, Odenberg's yeah. movie. And Mr. Christopher Lloyd. That's right. That's exactly right. Yeah, mm -hmm. but Mortal Kombat, guys, just see it. I loved it. I don't know what to say. I don't know what that says about me, but you've got I taste. Loved it. I was I was screaming and pointing at the TV for most of it, uh, just screaming and screaming. Um, it has cool like monsters. It has undead people. It's awesome. I love that. I forgot about one of my favorite characters of all time, Scorpion. So good. Scorpion. Scorpion. Oh, I'm and, so excited. It's so nice knowing that I have this movie to look forward to. Because it's yeah. like you have it in the bank for, like, there are no, 
you know, there's no like new TV shows or movies oh, yeah. coming out right now. So I'm like, well, I guess it's, I'll just keep watching. And it, it checks all the boxes that like it's a mindless, violent jaunt, which is Perfect. all I can handle. And Perfect. in a way that like it, it's everything I wanted Gorilla versus Gorilla Kong versus <laughs> <laughs> Gorilla versus Lizard. I was going to say Gorilla versus Zilla would. It, which would still be right. Um, <laughs> it's everything I wanted that to wow. be, but but better. The fighting is great. It's mm-hmm. really really fun. I love. That. I just can't wait. Nobody else has seen it yet, so I just keep being like, please, for the love of God, somebody watch Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I couldn't watch it without Zach, but yeah, you know, so maybe maybe tomorrow night. I don't no, know. It's just it, so good. Yeah, we watched. Um, also very violent, but we watched uh, City of God last night. Wow. I had never seen it. It was a lot. Yeah. It yeah. was a lot. That's definitely a choice. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. You need a palate cleanse. And I, I will also say, during Mortal Kombat, you'll find yourself Googling things like how to become a martial artist. What would it take for me to yeah. be a, a black belt? If I was a black yeah. belt when I was 12 and then I quit, will it all come rushing back to me? I think it might. I love that. (laughs) I love the reaction of seeing a thing and being like, okay, how do I do the thing? How do I do it? Tell me. Tell me right now. Yeah. Like one time when I was on a cruise, I the we went to like a Cirque du Soleil type show and the like acrobat woman was so talented in it that I was to our friend Caroline, I was like, Caroline, like, I think I'm gonna um like cut my hair really short and blue chip blonde and she was like are you just saying that because the acrobat woman had her hair like that and you want to be like that and I was like mm, yeah no. but it doesn't mean I'm not also planning on like putting in the work to become an acrobat yeah and I'll be a trapeze artist fine yeah I'll be a trapeze artist it'll be fine oh wow. lordy Lou I love that. God. Listeners, email us your thoughts on Mortal Kombat. Yeah. I'm I mean, check our email. Make sure that you're that you're not reviewing it as a real film. I just want like one to ten how much fun. Okay. One to ten, how much fun? How I'm many checking out Gmail in real time, by the how way. How many cool fatalities and flawless victories? Which mm-hmm. are two things that they mm-hmm. say. A lot of good KOs, as as you say. Reality. Wait, is, and that's the one that says finish him, right? I don't remember. Okay. Probably. Well, yeah. I do have to tell you, we don't have any new personal emails on our Gmail guys, account. You guys, what are you? Please. What are you too busy? What are you too busy oh, to send we, a hello? Stephanie, you are going to freak out. We got an email. Good afternoon. Maybe you you would be interested to do a collaboration with us on Instagram. We're looking for beautiful and cra- and creative. We are looking for beautiful and creative mm-hmm. who would be interested to make a few photos with our smart backpacks. For the photos, you get $200 USD per photo. If you're interested in this project, please be so kind and write directly to our Instagram account, Backpacks Smart, and our what Instagram manager will explain is everything. What a smart backpack? 
I don't know, but I don't want to go to their Instagram because they're going to find a way to, to trick us. I can't believe that. Um, wow. I'm going to Google smart backpack. What is a smart backpack? Smart backpack. Listeners, please write to um, us. Once you delete the spam, we have not gotten an email in a year, and that's on you guys. Wow, guys. That it's at the end of the day, it's on us. Smartbackpacks.net might crash my computer. Backpack. No, I mean Smart. it's a backpack. From okay. what I can tell, it's a backpack. I'm going on the, the Instagram that she told me. Backpack smart. Why would they think that you and I need these backpacks? Oh my lord. I Hold on. In the chat, I just put the link to the Instagram. There is one post, and it's from 2018. What were we... If we responded to that... All the comments are like, you're fake. This is a fucking scam. It's still loading for me, but is this... People trying to hurt us? Could be. Could I guess be. they want us to repost their photo of a backpack, but then they don't plan on giving us the 200 USD. Huh. All right. Well, uh, I think we could. I think we should maybe do it. Let me. Uh-oh. Let me... Uh-oh. They're, in their tag photos, beware. Collaboration scam. Scam alert. Do not fall for this. The catch, you must pay shipping. They you get their credit card. Okay, they they take your credit card number. Okay, great. Hmm. Cool. Well, nice try. Smart nice back freaking try. Nice well fucking try. I know a scam. Do you know what that do you know them. what? That's actually a perfect segue for me. <gasps> really? Yeah, because do you know what I'm covering today? Tell me. Booby traps. <gasps> Whoa. Yeah. Oh my god. Wow. A booby trap is a physical scam. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly right. Um wow. I I will say this. A lot of what we consider like uh, you know, booby traps of action adventure films and stuff mostly in the egyptian pyramids and that kind of thing there's almost zero evidence that any of that is is like whatever happened is real a lot of like the tunneling and structural stuff that's confusing is just like design or structural Mm. like integrity stuff yeah um it would be like if tens of thousands of years from now somebody saw an elevator and they were like this is a booby trap it's a booby trap yeah it's like it is but not yeah 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 Yeah. so i'm gonna cover a couple of these some of them are kind of sad so i may not cover all of them that i found out about but um i'm gonna do a couple of them all right let's start in cambodia in the middle ages so there's a people called the khmer and they were a deeply religious people. They were, uh, some of them were Buddhist, but most of them were uh, following Hinduism at the time. And that's why when the Bafuan temple was constructed in the mid 11th century to honor Shiva, 
God of Destruction. The builders made sure to install a booby trap in case anyone ever decided to mess with it or replace it. So damn. This is very fun also because it's the God of Destruction and if you mess with it, it destroys itself. Yeah. Um, So a few hundred years later, when a group of Buddhists were in the process of converting the place into a Buddhist temple, they essentially discovered that um, they couldn't. The temple was created with a hollow layer on the inside. First, they built a pocket using laterite, which was then covered in black sandstone to reinforce it and decorate it, make it seem like it wasn't hollow. Whoa. And then the interior area was filled with sand. So replacing the altar with a statue of a reclining Buddha didn't go as they planned. They started Uh removing the stones of the wall to be repurposed to make the giant statue. Once they did that, they released all the sand. No. That the stones were holding back completely demolishing the statue that they were building and most of the temple itself in the process. So it just flooded in? Uh, Yeah, the work was never completed after that. Uh, In in 1960, it was partially partially reassembled and reinforced by metal throughout, but it's still only half finished today. And the boot is barely distinguishable at all. Wow. Yeah, there's a picture of it I can send you. It's, yeah. It looks like it fell down. Dang. So this one isn't ancient in the least, but this man does look like he's seen some shit. Okay. So we're fast forwarding to 2018. Okay. This is kind of a a modern tale. Uh, So 67-year-old Gregory Lee. Gregory Lee. Gregory Gregory? (laughs) I'll call him that. His real name is Gregory Lee Rodveld, or Gregory Lee. You know what, this guy? He's not the best citizen, all right? In 2017, he was arrested and charged for an armed standoff that involved a SWAT team, a police oh helicopter, and a crisis negotiation team. Oh, God. In a separate case from that, he was forced to pay back a seven-figure judgment fee to his 90-year-old mother who he'd stolen from to purchase a house. Whoa. Among other things. Oh my god. Some really smart genius thought it would be a good idea to... So he's currently arrested and charged with a standoff, right? And he has like an other thing that he has to handle. They decided to let him go for two weeks to sort out the civil case. What? Of course he's going to do crimes. Yeah. So Gregory had other ideas. So oh, Gregory. There was, I. it says here in the article, after a warning sign was spotted on the property he owned. I don't know if a warning sign is literally a sign that says warning. Uh, or, <laughs> or an omen. Or yeah, like a, a, some kind of indicator that something's going wrong. Yeah. Uh, Authorities were contacted. What they discovered was an elaborate system of booby traps. Oh my god, of course. Of course. I mean, Greg. if you if you're if you're in the can, if you're locked up and you owe somebody a million dollars and yeah. you know you don't even know yet what kind of stuff you're gonna be in trouble for for the armed standoff, for the SWAT team and 
no. helicopters and crazy, and they let you go. Yeah, you, you gotta, gotta barricade yourself in your home and set up a bunch of booby traps. Of course, immediately set up the booby traps. So at the bottom of the property, they found two entrance gates, one blocked by a minivan, forcing them to enter through the other gate. Which oh no. You know, the bomb oh squad okay. immediately noticed a wire attached to the gate. Gregory Greg. had put a round hot tub on its side at the top of the driveway and perched it against a shim that was holding it back. Had the gate been opened, the wire what? would have pulled the shim away and sent the hot tub hurtling towards them like a classic boulder scene like in Indiana yeah. Jones. Oh my god. Yeah. Greg. Yeah. But that wasn't all. As they kept investigating, they found the makings of another improvised device. A mass a mouse trap with a shotgun shell. The idea <gasps> was the trap would have been set off as the garage door was opening, possibly using a string. So the bar of the trap would strike the shell primer, discharging the shot shell. So wow. opening the garage door would be like a gun goes off. So it's like a Rube Goldberg machine. In a way, yeah. But there's only really two steps. Elsewhere yeah. in the property, Gregory rigged a wheelchair to a shotgun shell, positioned with a pipe and a piece of wood, and triggered with a rat trap. Oh my god, so, where did he learn this trap I technique? I don't know. When agents went into the house and moved the chair, this one they didn't see. No, oh no. The explosion shot a pellet into the leg of one of the FBI agents. Oh god. Luckily, he went to the hospital and recovered. But Gregory was found guilty of aggregated, aggravated yeah, assault with a deadly that weapon. That doesn't surprise me. Is in what is now a mounting list of crimes. When hey, asked God. about any other booby traps in the house, Rodvelt's response was, quote, I would not race right in. So he had other stuff set up. Of course. Yep. Um, How many rat traps with bullets? I don't know, but like, I love it. Greg, I wow. had to say, Very Gregory creative. was going out, you know, how he decided. In style. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So kind of like this is something called a cemetery gun, which is uh, a booby trap from the early 1700s used through the 1900s mm -hmm. to uh, prevent grave robbing. Okay. So robbers, we all know, um, oh man, what are those two main grave robbers that were actually murderers? Oh, Burke and Hare? Burke and Hare. Scottish folk, I think. Yeah. Um, yeah, we all know about them, but they never robbed a grave. They just killed people. But there were people that would rob graves, fresh graves, um, sell the bodies to the universities, and most of the time, they wouldn't question where they came from. Yeah. Um, so, many families weren't excited about that, you know, for a couple different reasons, but a lot of it had to do with... Um, you know, religious beliefs about bodies after death, the Catholics not liking it. So 
They didn't, and, and you know, just like the unsettling thing of a loved one's body being stolen also. Yeah, of course. So the ones who could afford it would often hire something called a cemetery gun to be placed at their graves. And the reason I say hire instead of buy is that it's mm -hmm. really only needed for a couple of weeks. After that, okay. the body isn't useful oh, to science right. anymore. You can't use it. Yeah. yeah. After that, yeah, just it's just too rotten for anyone to want to dissect or steal, unfortunately. The gun would be mounted onto a wooden block, but not fastened so that it would be able to swivel around. Okay. The block would be secured firmly into the ground, and the barrel would be facing the body's head. The gun would okay. be filled with a number of projectiles, rocks, buckshot, it doesn't have to be bullets. And there's a picture here um, that I can send to you. I'll send to you right now. There are Hi. basically three hoops that are attached to the front of this mounted gun. And those hoops are attached to everyone hold while I importantly send importantly send Robin as well. Beep bop boop. I must see it. You really do have to see it. And we'll post a photo of this so that you all can see it. Um, so there's three hoops in the front of it. Each hoop connected to trip wires laid oh. out in, a, in straight lines across the grave in an arc formation. So like uh. the hoops are right in the front of the gun. And then there's trip wires attached to all of these hoops. So when a robber went to the graveyard, it would be too dark for them to see where the where the um you know trip wires were. They'd end up yeah. stumbling over one of them, pulling it, and this would cause the gun to swivel around in the direction of that wire, pull the trigger, oh and my shoot God. there. Shoot rocks at them. Yeah. Wow. So That's wild. It worked, but unfortunately it didn't stop grave robbing since it just made sure that only rich people's bodies weren't stolen. So if you couldn't afford to hire one of these, yeah, uh, you're out of luck. Ugh, yeah. That's tough. Um, that's tough. There's a booby trap here about flies. I'm just simply not going to read it because I think that that's illegal. Uh, you can't call this a booby trap. It's essentially like... Also disgusting, screwworm flies, like, take, they specifically look for open wounds that are already there, and they lay their eggs oh, in it. It's God. horrible. And it was, uh, they've been eradicated in the U.S. Uh, in the 80s, um, but they're not eradicated globally yet. Uh, what they would do is make a special poison that's not as poisonous to the females, but 100% poisonous to the males. It'd sprinkle it on the females, and then when the males wanted to be get busy, mm -hmm. they'd immediately die. Wow. That is kind of a booby trap in a way. I guess that is a booby trap. In a way it is, but I don't know if it like really counts. So, this is one that's sad, but I'm including it. I mean, I guess okay. all booby traps are kind of sad. This one's a Nazi one. Oh, no. They had... A billion kinds of booby traps. They booby trapped cans of peas. A uh, couple Nazis went over to Ireland, gave them to some people, told them to give these cans of peas to the IRA. Of course, that person just went to the police. 
uh, booby trapped bars of chocolate. Booby trapped. What? Uh, yeah, it was like a common thing. Like, don't kick a helmet in a field or like pick up a gun resting on a tree because that's a booby trap. Mm. Oh my um, god. You know, just classic like underneath stairs, like weight related booby traps. But there's one in particular that was like extra thought out psychologically that I am including. So, like, all right. They're retreating from Europe. Uh, it's the winter. They know it's not looking good. So. Oh, okay. I will also include uh, grenade doors was an obvious one. Doors always assume they're booby trapped no matter what. In my, yeah, That's what yeah. I'm saying to you right now. Um, so. As they, you know, as the war was being won by the 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 righteous, they realized that they needed to learn new tactics and not just, I guess, kill off random soldiers here and there, but they wanted to go after officers in particular. And what they would do is when they would, like, leave a a town or a city that they had been occupying, they knew that um, troops would come in and occupy it like in the same buildings that they had been in. So they would booby trap those buildings. And one thing that they would do is design a picture trap. So this is essentially punching out a hole in like a wall, putting a bomb in it, rigging it so that, it was attached to like a painting and then putting the painting crooked. No. Yeah. Oh, that's so brutal. And so then when you, the idea yeah. behind it was that I don't know if this would, I don't think they're right about this, but the idea behind it was that, yeah, the Nazis, they weren't right about this. Okay. It was thought that lower ranking soldiers would be unlikely to care or notice a crooked painting, but that, higher ranking officers would be compelled to fix it. I just, I just think that's down to like, I think it's just down to like how much you care about that kind of thing, how your space looks. But so, um, yeah, this did work. Um, you know, it, it didn't change the results of the war, but it, it did work a couple times. God, that sucks. God. Yeah, it's one of um, too many things to list that suck. But yeah, Mm. I did include that one. I'm sorry about it. No. I I mean, it just reminds you how inhumane they are. Yeah. Are. Yeah. Also, the painting's probably stolen to begin with. Beautiful Mm -hmm. artworks that they're then using Mm -hmm. for bombs. Yeah, that is terrible. Yeah, fucked up. Here's one that, here's a palate cleanser. Okay. Do you know about the Oak Island mystery? No. All right, guess what? I could do a whole episode on this, but I'm not because it's too complicated and I what simply can't get into it. So, okay. It is an, isle, an, an island, a small island. I'm going to say near, looks like maybe Massachusetts. Okay. Or it's, it's actually next to Nova Scotia. So you can kind of massachusetts near it um doesn't look like much on the map but in 1795 
a boy named Daniel McGinnis discovered the island was far more mysterious than people originally thought. He okay. found a block and tackle or like a sawed off branch hanging from an oak tree, essentially, on the island. Yeah. Beneath this was a noticeable depression in the ground, like a sinkhole. He returned with two friends and began to dig, which wouldn't be my reaction to a sinkhole, but all no, right. definitely not. Soon they came across a flagstone, two, like a flagstone um, laying on the ground, two feet below the ground, and beneath that stone, a shaft filled with dirt. No. <gasps> they mm-hmm. kept digging mm-hmm. to 30 feet, finding what? more and more platforms. Yeah. 30 feet is so, so deep into the ground. Yeah. When they were older, they returned to the site with funding and professional help. Every 10 feet deeper, they found more platforms made of like clay, coconut fiber, um, enough that people were like, yep, this is definitely man-made. Almost 100 feet down. They found a stone slab, which has markings in a completely unknown language. Yep. The next day, the shaft flooded with 60 feet of water after they found that slab. Oh, no. So it's hard to excavate. So so the reason that it did that is because once you get low enough, it triggers, um, basically, there are tubes that are connected to, like, a water source. And as you're digging... If you trip one of them, it'll fill up with like it'll it'll flood. Oh, so it was on purpose yeah. that it flooded. Yes. Okay, okay. Two hundred years after this discovery, you guessed it, treasure hunters galore you got to, have tried got and failed to. to retrieve whatever lies at the bottom of the Oak Island mystery pit. They think it's like a series of caves. Wow. Nobody knows what's down there. Numerous people have died trying to find out. And numerous pits have now been dug on the island um i mean nobody knows they think it's the treasure of captain kidd a pirate from the late 1600s somebody thought that marie antoinette's jewels were down there at one point what but it is a system of elaborate booby traps in a way um i'm trying to find like they call it the money pit because it's literally a giant pit that they think money is at the bottom of and probably because they're also wasting a how bunch did, of fucking How was money. it even made? Like, I can't even imagine digging that far down. Nobody really knows. Um, I should really get into this in a in a different episode. But yeah, six men have died trying to find wow. the treasure here. Um, a oh bunch God. of different, like, groups and organizations have tried. They think, you know, it could be natural sinkholes. I don't think this because how does flagstone and clay and coconut husks form yeah. perfect platforms 10 feet between each other it, i don't see how that could possibly be real yeah um treasure of captain think, kid so. marie antoinette's jewels the bacon shakespeare authorship they're said to be maybe books on this island masonic artifacts um yeah it could also wow. maybe be a kiln of some kind. People don't know. It's a mystery. I want to go. I do. I am desperate to know what's down there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what if there's like a room under there? What if there's a chamber? Yeah, people think that there definitely is. 
Oh yeah, God. and I don't think they know exactly how far how far down they can go. Wow. Yeah. That's so wild. Yeah, I think that might be my most favorite one. I love that. Um, There's a couple more that I wanted to get into, but I'm, I'm actually going to skip the two other war ones because talking about that other one kind of upset me, but... And these two ones are like Vietnam related. One is just a pit with with sharp spikes at the bottom of it, which I thought Ooh. never happened in real life, but 100% did. Um, yeah. It actually had to be banned. The UN banned it in, 19, in the 1980s. Good. Also, the spikes were intentionally covered in poop. No. Oh, God. So that if you didn't die from your injury, you died from infection. That is so disgusting. Yeah. Um, there were also bullets that were, so like, let's say that like a enemy of yours, you knew that they wanted to like find ammunition to use, you turn bullets into tiny bombs and then leave them to be found so that they would be loading up their guns with things that they would, that would explode on them. Horrible. Really horrible. Horrible. Now... There is the tomb of Qin Shi Huang. And it's an ancient Chinese tomb guarded by a bunch of clay guards. It's beautiful. Love that. And people think that um, it's a booby trap. I don't actually think so. It is, um, I think you've probably seen this. It's like, it's got 6,000 terracotta warriors in front of it. Yeah. I have seen photos of it. Yeah. Beautiful. So yes. incredibly cool. Um, nobody's really been brave enough to open it. Come to find out it's actually, there's a reason nobody's opening it. They measured, um, you know, people think that there's stuff down there like maps of China that if you stand too close to them, you're going to be exposed to like poison that's painted on it, that there are oh, wow. like, crossbows that are triggered when you go down there. Um, and mercury poisoning. So yes, there are off the charts levels of mercury, um, in that tomb. But the reason that nobody's going down there is because of pollution. Like whatever's down there, I guess if they open it up more, maybe it'll cause problems for the people around the area. So, um, you know, yeah, that being said, put me in a hazmat suit. I will go. I'll look at it. I'll go. Do it. Don't. I, I will take you 200 US dollars yeah. to do it. There's also, you know, like stories of uh, archaeologists finding a mummy covered in cinnabar. Yeah, it's um, it's toxic, but it, it wouldn't have been enough to kill anybody. And um, it wasn't intended to poison anyone. It's just a beautiful color. Okay. Okay. Beautiful. So yeah, you know what? That's just a couple cool booby traps. I love them. I can't stop thinking about that one. What was it called? The Oak Island Mystery. Oak Island. Oh, yeah. Wow. I want to know what's down there, but it I scares know. me. I know. I can't imagine also like once you get to like 45 feet, I think I would just be like, okay, well, it's nothing. I'm covering it back up. I can't dig anymore. I never, if I find tomorrow something like this, it will be, it will be my death. I don't think I could ever rest. Until you know. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I mean, I hope that's how the teens react when you hide those troll scrolls. Yeah. I, 
I'm sure I've told you this story. I don't know if I've told it on the pod. And if I haven't before, either way, I'm going to spare the name of this friend. But I have a friend who, when she was young, she and her sister thought it would be fun to dig a pit in the woods near their house and fill it with snakes and spiders and bugs and like other weird stuff that they found and then cover it over with like a fake leaf topping and then they convinced a, a boy who was passing by from the neighborhood to like come look at something and he fell into the pit they put like a thing over it so he couldn't get out and when he reached his little hand out she she smashed his hand with a rock and they went like full lord of the flies that is like the slender man stabbing yes and then like the i think when she hit his hand immediately after she was like what are we doing yeah and they let him out and they were like hey sorry about that and he just like ran away they were like what why did we do that they probably just saw it on tv I'm sure they saw something on TV and they were like, we could do that. But it's like, you don't think about Mm -hmm. like, well, what are we going to do? What are we going to actually do? There were some snake booby traps that I forgot to mention that are war related as well. But it was like, whoa, um, people putting snakes in their backpacks. Smart backpack. Um, Smart backpack. So that if you, if you got killed and then somebody was rifling through your stuff, a poisonous snake would bite you in the face. Um, they'd also like starve snakes for a while and then tie them to trees and then they what? They'd get you right in the eyes. I don't know, but this is this is stuff that happens. I can't even imagine having this idea pass through my mind and being like, this'll this is how we win. What do you wait, what do you mean the snake gets you directly in the eyes? So they'd tie the snake's tail to a tree limb. So the snake is like hanging there, but this is what I was reading about. But to me, you got to tie that snake, I guess, right at the very tip, because if any part of that snake is like on a tree limb, can it just wrap itself around the tree limb? You would think. Yeah, I don't know. I would think. I don't know. Wow. Wow. That was great. Thank you. Thank you. I love it. I would like to booby trap something, but not in a way where anybody will get actually hurt if it goes off in a way where like, like a fun, like Rube Goldberg machine reaction will happen, Mm. you know, where like somebody like opens the door to my room and it makes like a glass of OJ spill and then like a pencil roll and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the end result is that like a clown horn plays. I want, yeah, like a booby trap where you're surprised by a delightful thing. Yeah, yeah, a little, like, confetti that goes, yeah. like... Yeah, or you get, like, a Werther's Original that lands right in your hand. Ooh, that's a really good one. You know, in a lot of ways, the house from Casper is also full of booby traps. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely, for sure. I that's mean, I do wish that, like, cool booby traps existed. I guess what I'm saying is I want secret passages to be real yeah they can be real yeah you know it just you gotta you've gotta build your house around them, you gonna say them. you just gotta believe you just gotta believe um before believe. i tell my thing i meant to say earlier 
listener Christine McConnell's house mm-hmm. is on the market. Yeah, you may know her from her Netflix show or her incredible Instagram, but I mean, this house is so unbelievably gorgeous. It's a relatively affordable. Yeah. It's so beautiful. It's in Twin Peaks, which already great. It's already great. Um, you can't describe it. Just go take a look. It's so lovely. I think you're gonna like it. Oh yeah. Ugh. Okay. So, I'm gonna put my glasses on. And please tell me. I I looked and I couldn't find if we'd done this before. So please tell me if we have. I don't have a backup, but if we have, then you know I I, (laughs) I can just Google some ghost news. Um. So. <clears throat> you already know about the Lesser Key of Solomon oh, and the Necronomicon. Sure. Even your common Bible is often cursed. Mm-hmm. But today, I'm going to tell you about another supposedly cursed book. Which one? Well, it's the Voynich Manuscript. We've not done this. We've not done it? I think okay. so. Do you know of it? No. Okay. Well, I, I shall tell you. Oh, there's so much. So it's suspected to have been written in the early 15th century in an entirely unknown language or script. And it's known as the world's most mysterious book and considered the Everest of historical code breaking. What the fuck? So the photos of it are unbelievable. Do you want to start one of these, by the way, just as a sidebar? I would love to. And just like contribute to it in, in gobbledygook language. Yes. The cryptic 240-page book is written, like I said, in an entirely indecipherable language, which nobody had heard before. Um, People still don't know what it says. Wilfred Wilfred Voynich, a Polish book dealer, purchased it in 1912. The vellum on which it is written has been carbon dated to the early 15th century, and the text may have been composed in Italy during the Italian Renaissance. But wow, despite many hypotheses, I thought it would be. No, it's not like it's not like ancient, ancient, but it's old. Hmm. And I mean, uh, the photos—it's beautiful. Like it's it 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 almost looks like an illuminated manuscript, Ooh. but so weird. Um. So yeah, its origins and authorship are not known. Some of the pages are missing. Around two hundred forty remain. The text is written from left to right. Most of the pages have illustrations or diagrams. Some pages are foldable sheets of varying sizes. Cool. It's been, yeah, it has a lot of like cool folding, like things that like look like one thing when they're folded one way and one way when they're folded Ah. another way, which is fun. Um, And cryptographers and code breakers have studied it for years. Nobody's ever cracked it. And now it lives at the Yale Rare Book and Manuscript Library. So... Much of the text is written in the single column of the body of a page with a slightly ragged right margin and paragraph divisions and sometimes with stars in the left margin. Other wow. text occurs. It's beautiful. I mean, like, yeah, I would say feel free to give this a Google. I don't think it's going to give away anything that I'm going to say. Cool. Um, How do you spell it? V-O-Y-N-I-C-H. Um yeah, there are a lot of illustrations. Uh, there's no wow. indication of any errors, right? 
Uh, no indication of any errors or corrections anywhere in it. It has an alphabet all of its own, all still untranslated. The text consists of over 170,000 characters. And as you're seeing right now, there are some wild illustrations in it. There's a coronavirus in this. There's, it's got Have a little bit this? of everything. <laughs> no. What? But I'm here scared. are some of the sections that have drawings. There's the herbal section. Each page displays one or two plants and a few paragraphs of text, a format typical of European herbals of the time. However, none of the plants depicted have ever been identified. Mystery what? Alice in Wonderland plants. Yeah. Astronomical. These contain circular diagrams suggestive of astronomy or astrology. Some of them have suns, moons, and stars. One series of 12 diagrams depicts conventional symbols for the zodiac constellations. But each of them has 30 female figures arranged in two or more concentric bands. Most of the females are at least partly nude and each holds what appears to be a labeled star or is shown with the star attached to either arm by what could be a tether or cord of some kind. Yeah, who knows? Wow. We've got balneological drawings, a dense continuous text interspersed with figures, mostly showing small nude women, some wearing crowns, bathing in pools or tubs collected connected by an elaborate network of pipes there's one spread that consists of two pages which forms an integrated design with water flowing from one page to the other um we've got some cosmological stuff that are are circular and weird and don't match anything that actually exists this section also has foldouts one of them is six pages the foldout and has a map with nine islands or rosettes connected by causeways and containing castles and a volcano. I mean, you know what this is. What? What do you think? It's it's not of this earth. It can't be, right? I think it's from an alien. It's an alien. It's from another uh, galaxy. It's gotta be. It's, it's like, hey, this is our cool world. Um, there's a pharmaceutical section with drawings of plant parts roots leaves etc i'm seeing a Things. really good carrots page <laughs> oh sure sure call that out the wow. pharmaceuticals range from regular stuff like a cowet to fantastical weird fantasy stuff that just doesn't exist on earth and then finally there's just a recipes section recipes wow so this is like the it's to, gorgeous. to serve man book yeah, I mean, we could maybe, no, we probably aren't allowed to go see it at Yale, but somebody is, maybe, we, in the world. We may be able to. I yeah, probably not, it. but I wish that there was a way that, I mean, like, I just want, like, a copy. I know, I want to see the whole thing. I wish they just could scan it, print it, and allow me to give it a shot. You know, I know. Give me a crack at we it. We only broke that one do. zodiac cipher this year, and if you le- if you crowdsource it, I think we could really figure put out it, what this says. If you put it on Reddit, it'll be oh solved God. in an hour. Yep. Solved in an yep. hour. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, the overall impression given by the surviving manuscript is that it was maybe meant to serve as a pharmacopoeia or to address topics in medieval or early modern medicine, but the puzzling details of the illustrations 
have fueled a lot of theories about the origins of the book and the purpose for which it was intended. I have to say, too, the illustrations like that listeners Robin is talking about, it it is like uh, whoever was, their drawings colored yeah. in. Like, they're not... It's like a like journal esque, but beautiful. Yeah, it does look very journal esque. That's true, or like a z. Which yeah, like they're intimate, and mm-hmm. it seems like it was for either the writer themselves or for someone they knew, not like to be published. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I would agree with that. Just for fun. So, yeah, the first section is almost entirely herbal, like herb-related, but attempts have failed to identify the plants either with actual specimens or with stylized drawings of contemporaneous herbs. Um, There are only a few that they actually know what they are. There's a wild pansy and a maidenhair fern. Um, Yeah, let's see. Many of the plant drawings seem to be composite. The roots of one species have been fastened to the leaves of another with flowers from a third. So just like very fantastical mashups. The basins and tubes in the balneological section are sometimes interpreted as implying a connection to alchemy, Hmm. but they bear little resemblance to the alchemical equipment of the period. I don't know. That might be a stretch. Um... Astrological considerations frequently played a prominent role in herb gathering, bloodletting, and other medical procedures common during the time that this was made, but interpretation remains speculative apart from the obvious zodiac symbols. I mean, what does it mean? Like, people think that it might be a letter-based cipher, like the fake language that's in it might be a cipher. Really? Some people do. Or not that it's just a a dead or new language that never caught on, never, you know, came into style. Yeah. I mean, some people think that it is a secret code and that it's just like translated from European, some European language into this code. I'm confused. It does have a big alphabet of its own. Um, I'm confused as to why that's the jump and not this is its own language because why encode this? I know. I don't know. I think that part of the reason they think that is because there are like, um, f- there are random footnotes in it, like once or twice that are in Italian. So they're like, well, if they knew Italian, why would they write in this? But I so don't many know. examples of languages kind of like using bits and pieces of others. Yeah. Yeah. I gotta say, I don't, I'm not team. It's a code. Well, people have tried to crack the code and they can't crack it. So I don't think it's a code either. I think it's a language. People people think that, yeah, it's a code book cipher also, which is basically the same thing. Like that, oh, I guess with a code book cipher, you look up the the words themselves in a separate code dictionary, which I don't know. Just why would you want to, why would you want to hide the magic of leaves? It doesn't seem like the, the, I don't know. Some, uh, one scholar in the 40s thought that it was a shorthand form of Latin, but, like, every other scholar that looked at it was like, what are you talking about? No, it's it's (laughs) not Latin. Um, there is the steganography theory, 
which holds that the text is mostly meaningless but contains meaningful information hidden in inconspicuous details like the second letter of every word or the number of letters in each line like it had to be like you know calculated like that i don't think that is what it is either i just why i don't know this is what i think it is um Statistical analysis of text reveals patterns similar to those of natural languages. And that is language that evolves naturally in humans through use and repetition without planning or premeditation. Yeah. So I guess that's kind of like Nell. It's like Nell speak, mm-hmm. where it's like you're just saying what feels natural. It might not even be a word. You're not planning it. Mm-hmm. Um. And some people also think it's a constructed language. It's just a fake made up language where everything already did have a meaning. Um, And some people think the whole thing is a hoax and that somebody made this fake thing, but it's like, well, what's the difference if it's a hoax or not? Yeah. Um, And finally, many people think, it might just be a weird art project that somebody in the 1500s made, <laughs> which I love. Let me tell you, the conjoining written piece of Chronicles oh exists out there somewhere, and I I put it in black tea. I made it look old. So someone's going to find it, that one day. In some special manila folder yes. somewhere yes. in your garage. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't I I'm I'm going to go ahead and say that I I'm with you 100% on this is either a natural language, an actual language, cuz aren't all languages just made up? Or yeah. um a joke. And if it is a joke, cool. Great. I think if it's a, if it's an old-time art project, love. I love it. Yeah, I love that. So much care and time went into it. It's so detailed, so beautiful. Ugh, it's great. I mean, again, yes, it could be from the aliens. That's another really, really good, good theory that I love. Yeah. Um, I mean, I just think people who think that this is some kind of code, they just want to crack a code. They're looking for codes where they they ain't codes. They're looking for a code, but there's no codes. Yeah. You know, if you look at something for this long and you're like, we just can't crack the code. It's just not a code. I'm I'm looking at it again now and it's just I don't think it's a code. I don't think it's a code. I think it's somebody like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It would be like opening Lord of the Rings and seeing like the Elvish language that was created in a fiction book and being like this is a code right it's not right no and you know even if if, if that's this if this is like a made up oh god can you imagine like a a teen being like what if an alien came to earth and they perceived us like this and they wrote about us like this that is so funny and honestly so cool and i hope that's what it is oh because like this it looks like drawings made by like a 1500s teen being like yeah i guess this is what a scientific drawing of a leaf looks yeah, like i guess this is I a carrot but it could also be a man with a hat oh my god it's so good it's also really uh, fun to think about 1500s teens 
to me oh, it's very yeah. fun to what think were they about getting up them. to yeah i know they 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 were probably a lot like us yeah teens a lot I mean, like not us. like us right now no. but <laughs> not like us as teens yeah yeah, teens are our teens. Teens are teens are teens, you know? Mm-hmm. You said it. Wow. I could look at pictures of this manuscript. I did all see that you, you can buy this. Oh, can you? You can buy a copy of it, yeah. Oh, there's those carrots. There's those carrot yeah. boys. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. It's inspiring. I want to start drawing a, a plant that doesn't exist in real life. You Sounds can. Like the most that's relaxing your, thing I can that's think freedom. about. I know. Wow. Tonight. Try it out tonight. I'm going to do it in my brain tonight when I'm falling asleep. Oh, that does sound nice. Mm. Oof. Oh, Lord. Do you have a tip? Oh, my gosh. I think my tip would probably be. Um, all right. This is like maybe demotivational, but if you're digging and the hole is more than 50 feet deep, just stop. Mm. Unless your job is to like, I don't know. Unless you're getting paid to do Yeah. I was going to say, unless like you're drilling for oil, but also stop. Don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't do that. Um, I, no, I think my actual tip would be try i mean try drawing a made-up plant that sounds great yeah yeah i would say if you if you need to create a trap make it a positive trap Mm. make somebody trapped in a feeling of joy that they didn't expect star-shaped feeling star-shaped feeling okay think Mm -hmm. about it and surprise and delight or there's original i would there's yeah. a way you can include it. Yeah. Just make that's... sure if you're going to do that with a Werther's, don't like, don't make it so somebody like has to like look up and then a Werther's mm. falls in their mouth because no. it's too easy to choke on them. And so it's unsanitary. One thing I would say is to counteract all the horrible um, artwork based booby traps, maybe put a little bit of a, put a, put a picture, a little cockeyed set a Werther's original on it so that when the person puts it right, Werther's original. Wow. I'm shaking your head at me like I'm the dumbest person alive. No. I'm I'm just saying I don't know if that's a good game. I don't know if it's a good game to play. To play undo all the Nazi booby traps that you can think of? Yeah. Alright, yeah. I, mean, I, I would have to agree with you. I would have to agree. I, it is nice that you get a Werther's at the end. I I agree. Yeah, with that. yeah, yeah. That's, wow, that is true. Ugh, I want a Werther's right now. Also, if you're in charge of uh, seeing if somebody should take a little bit of break of a break, like between court hearings, really consider uh, what that person's capable of. Oh my God! Yeah, I'm not for incarcerating nearly anyone that being said if somebody did cause a hostage negotiator and a helicopter and a SWAT team to come I don't think they should be just let free for two weeks and expected to report back yeah if you've got a history of creating violent booby traps like I don't want you having the option to go to Home Depot like just 
you know, keep an eye on him. This man either had or bought a hot tub to create a boulder booby trap with. It's so funny, like... Excuse me, when I picture a hot tub rolling down a hill, you have to also, like, really bank on it going in a straight line and not just, like, doing the thing where it just goes, like, and just rolls off to the side. Just flops onto the side. Yeah, you didn't think it out. You didn't think it out. No. Yeah. I respect it, but I don't like him. No, and that's only the traps we know about. So, everybody, don't be like Gregor Lee, our our enemy, Gregor Lee. Um... If you hear a cat crying, it's just... I do hear a kitty. It's just goose. It's the time of the night to sit at my feet and weep. Um, Wow. (laughs) Did you hear him? I did hear that. A little squeak. Ah. He just continues to cry and cry. Babe. I'm so sorry, goose. And so so sorry for, for I don't know what. Um, I can't believe you're doing this to him. I don't know what I don't know what he needs. Uh, probably just cuddles. Yeah, yeah, looks like it. So everybody, follow us on that Spirit Podcast. Do on Instagram, As, and you can email us, please. Mm-hmm. That's Spirit Podcast at Gmail dot com. Spirit Pod at Twitter, and yeah. we're here for you for any of your ghostly. We want it. We want to hear from you. Email yeah. us. Uh, but don't email us about Smart Backpack. The answer is no. No. Not for all the $200 USD in the world. The answer is no. All right, everybody. The answer we'll, is no. We'll talk to you soon. We love you. Stay well. We stay love safe. you. We'll see you in hell. Bye. Bye.